strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. It is me, Doreen Morin Van Dam, with another episode of Strategy Talks. If you have a podcast and you have guests, you need to be here. We're talking to an expert on podcast interviewing. But if you are thinking about starting a podcast, and you want to be a guest on other people's podcasts, you also need to be here because we're gonna give tips for both sides of the aisle, how to interview and how to be interviewed, how to show up as the best guest ever. Um, So before I introduce you to today's guest on my show, who is an expert in podcasting, I wanna do a quick shout out and hello to everybody who's here live and all of those of you who might watch this on the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments. And if you're listening to Strategy Talks as a podcast, welcome so much. We wanna make sure um, that you know that we appreciate your listening. Um, before I introduce our guest today, a quick shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, here's today's guest, Victoria Benyon. How are you, Victoria? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. Really glad to be here today. Yeah. So if you're watching live, if you're with us today, put in the comments where you're joining us from. We'd love to know where you're watching, whether you're on LinkedIn or YouTube um, or maybe on Facebook. Um, But we're going to talk about podcasting on both sides of the aisle, right? Interview Mm -hmm. tips on if you're the host and you want to get the most out of your guests, but also maybe you've been asked to be a guest and it's something new to you or you want to show up as the best guest ever. We're going to talk to you about with Victoria about all of that. So who is Victoria? She is the founder of the Victoria Benyon podcast booking agency, where she works with expert business owners to build their brands and grow their businesses through leveraging podcast interviews. She also hosts the best guest podcast and is co-author of the most amazing marketing book ever by Mark Shaver and friends. So that's amazing. I actually didn't realize you were part of the book, Victoria. That's great. Yeah, it was a really great experience. That's wonderful. So the best guest ever. What's that all about? Let's start with that. Okay, so if you're being a guest on other people's podcasts, uh, there are some ways that you can really um, make a great impression, be be a good guest. And the first thing that really starts before your interview. So when the host says yes, Uh, They may give you a link to book on to the show or they may agree a date. Don't keep them waiting. Get that done within 48 hours. Otherwise, you you kind of risk looking uninterested or hosts, you know, can only have a certain number of slots sometimes and they fill up really quickly and you can lose the slot. Then you have to go back and say, I didn't do it in time, you know. So that first impression starts way before the interview. Again, 
once you get it all booked, hosts might ask you for your biography, your headshot, any other information, get that over to them ASAP again, and then you're nice and organized and you're making a good impression way before the interview. Those are some great suggestions. And as a podcast host, and I'm sure you're dealing with that too, we have seen those who are busy who say, yes, I'd love to be on your podcast, and then don't fill out the paperwork. And I don't know how far advance in advance you book, but I sometimes book out 12 weeks, 14 weeks. And so if somebody says yes, but doesn't book, then they're four months out or five months out. So then I feel bad. So I love this advice. This is great. If you're invited to a podcast and you get sent a link, book it. That's mm -hmm. great advice. Um, so what else? What else can we do? Okay. So have some headphones and have an external microphone. If the podcast is, you know, using video, find that out as well you can if the host doesn't tell you and you don't know you can ask that question just to make sure that you are prepared so it's not really you it's not going to be good enough quality if just to use the computer's inbuilt microphone and you're going to need going to need earphones and i know i've had people say to me but i sound fine don't i sound fine but once that's blown up on that audio you you'd be surprised it's just not going to give hosts that quality and you want them to be able to use the interview too so they're giving you a slot they're putting time and effort into it you want it to sound as good as possible you want it to look as good as possible because um, also that way you're helping listeners stay tuned in they're not going to turn off because it's crackly and they can't hear you and it's, it's all breaking so get some basic equipment so that's a really good point right so we're talking about podcasting which main focus is audio mm -hmm. so if you're thinking about being guests on other people's podcasts and you're using that as a way to get in front of somebody else's audience, because that's really what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You need to invest in good sound and you need to be willing to have a quiet spot to record. Um, and you need to be willing to have a good microphone, use the headset um, and get that good audio out. Those are great. Those are great. Um, you know, points that you're making, Victoria, because yeah, we don't want to waste anybody's time and not have a, a good audio. Um, cause we're literally, we're talking about podcasting. Yes, we have video to go with it. And, and, you know, that's another, that's a, that's an opinion, right? Do we want to do video while we're recording the podcast? Do we multitask? Do we want to be able to put it everywhere? Um, and I do that. Obviously this live show becomes a podcast. Um, and if you like video and you're thinking about doing a podcast, this is a great way to get in front of your audience, right? To do a live show and then take the audio, strip, strip the audio off and, and make it a podcast. Um, but you need to make sure you have good audio in order to do that. Um, so then what about pre preparation on yeah. the topic? So you say you're a guest, you're going to be on a podcast. What do you need to do to prepare? So hosts run their shows slightly differently. Um, some are going to give you advanced questions or they might just give you an idea of the topic that they want to cover. So if you have that information, um, make sure that you do, you know, you do know what you're talking about a little bit. You could do some bullet points. So say you know three or four points or you've got an idea of where the interview might go make sure that you've got some examples to illustrate the points um, make sure that you're going to the interview with the intention of adding value to the audience 
your agenda definitely doesn't want to be to sell, sell, sell. So I know we talked about that you want to be on, you know, on the podcast to get in front of the host audience to reach wider people, but you do need to go with the right intention of sharing, adding value and, you know, through guests, through the audience listening to you, they're going to want to connect with you just through what value you share and who you are. So don't go in and be salesy. I mean, I've heard of hosts who've had guests and they've just pushed and pushed sales and they've not used the interview. So it's in, in no one's interest. So take some time to prepare, to, to know your points. You probably do. It's, you, you know, you're probably talking about topics that you're an expert in. If you're a small business owner, a marketer or whatever, you know what you're talking about, but it can just help to go through it a little bit and just think of stories that you might share because um, stories make you a more memorable guest and it helps establish that connection and you know you helps you to be more entertaining and it builds that trust so it's really worth thinking through some stories that you can share that's a great point i have a follow-up question for that because i think that's a dilemma that sometimes we get into at podcast hosts so i might in, I might ask somebody to be my guest because I met them at the conference or I think they're interesting or, you know, I've been on their podcast and I go, oh, come on my podcast. Who then gets to decide on what the topic is? So let's talk about that if you, if, if you will, because you kind of touched on that on mm-hmm. how to prepare, but does the guest, is it the responsibility of the guest to say, I want to talk about this? Or is it the responsibility of the host to say, this is what I want to talk about because this is what my my audience wants. Um, and, and the reason I'm asking this, for example, I'm work, I've worked with somebody before who has several books and a new book came out and she really wanted to talk about the topic in, this, in that last book. But the guests, the hosts were only familiar with the previous books. So every time she would go to a podcast, they would reference the other books and not the new one. And she's like, I... I I kind of don't want to talk about that topic anymore. I have this new topic. Is that something that as a guest, can you say, this is what I want to do? Or do you, where, where does that piece of communication lie? And where does that responsibility lie? So when we're pitching our clients as guests on shows, we come up with some suggested topics and questions that they can talk about. So when we pitch, we would go out and say, these are, some of the topics that that they can talk about and then work with the host on that. I mean, I usually find it when it comes about that way, they'll say, oh, this could be quite good for our audience. Although sometimes you do have a host who says, oh, could they talk about this? Actually, this is sort of a gap that we've got. And I think and so then it's a bit of back and forth, really. Um, It's trickier if it's somebody, you know, who's invited you on, I suppose. it's often the host. In that case, I'd be kind of talking to your with your client um, who's got the books about how maybe she can weave that new topic in or try to direct in that way a little bit. Um, but yes, yeah. I think it's perfectly okay to say to the host, look, I've got this new book and I could talk about this is this from it. Um, but also, yeah, weave it in gently in the conversation. That makes that makes sense. So it, it's a little bit. So it's that it's that pre-conversation where mm-hmm. that happens. Um, and if you show up to a podcast and the host has your old book and it's holding it up and say, "We're going to talk about this," you're going to have to go in the moment and go with that, I guess. 
I guess so. I think it's, yeah, you really want to have had some conversation beforehand, um, or maybe you could request a pre-interview to just talk over the topics or just um, offer to send the host a copy of your new book if they don't already have it, you know, I've got this new book out. And if you've got, um, you know, a number of copies at your disposal, you could always say, and, you know, if you'd like a couple of copies to give away to listeners, that's something that we sometimes do with clients and then hopefully that might get the host in the thinking space around the new book i love that that's those are great su su suggestions and if you're listening to this or watching this um if you have a new book or you're launching a new program or a new product being on podcasts is a great way to get the word out right and being on other people's podcasts sometimes even works better than on your own podcast. Of course, on your own podcast, you can talk about any topic you want and you can promote anything you want, but tapping into somebody else's audience and being in front of new people, talking about a new product service, a book or speaking, you know, something where you're speaking about or a course that you're teaching is going to be super, super powerful. So now let's jump to the other side, right? Because we talked about you know, if you're a guest, what if you're the host and okay. you have done all your preparation? What do you do when a guest doesn't show up? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's difficult. So are we talking about a live show when your when your guest doesn't come up? Either, or one, either one. I mean, I've had both okay. happen. I've had both yes. happen. Yes. Do you know, I had I had that recently, a host contacted me and a guest hadn't showed up and she said, I'm just, I'm really stuck. It was someone I knew and she said, can you come on and do, you know, fill in a spot for me? Um, so I guess if you've got, I was actually booked in about a month later. So she was just trying to move me up the list. So I guess you can do that. I think that's where if your podcast interview isn't just interviews, maybe you have some solo episodes, that's the time you can pop in a solo episode or as you were saying um make sure that you've got a few kind of lined up have a few in the bank all the time so that if you lose a guest you've still got something that you can publish that week yeah i've i've had to do that before where you know a live person didn't show up and i had one prepared record pre-recorded that i stuck yeah. in the slot um, so that's, that's a, I guess that's a, that's a good way. How about if you're pre-recording, how many chances do you give, would you give oh. a guest that doesn't show up? Um, I do usually give two, but that's for me. That's, that's probably about what I do. I don't know. I mean, it depends on the reason. I guess it depends on the reason that they give you. Um, if they just don't show up, um, that's that's not so good. But if something's come up, some kind of emergency, and they need to reschedule, probably give them one or two sort of chances. But after that, I'm, I'd be thinking, oh, I don't think they're really interested in this. <laughs> let's right. let's find someone else. Who's really right. Yeah. No. And that's you know when everything else takes priority over your interview, yeah. that's when you know. So, what can somebody do to be a good guest? Um, I know we're jumping kind of back and forth between hosting guests and, and being mm -hmm. a guest, but if there is a list of things that they can do um, besides being on time and being prepared, yeah. um, is there anything else that they should do? Um, should they offer to promote? Should, yes. what, what are some things that, what <laughs> are some things that I was going to say? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. You want to, 
you want to come to the interview with what how what else can you do for the host you know they're giving you access to this audience that they've taken the time to build so you don't want to come on and just be taking you want to be giving too but promoting the episode is actually in everyone's best interest it's in your best interest because if you promote the episode that you're going to be on more people are going to hear about the show more people are going to listen to the episode you know it's it's going to drive more traffic to the host website if that's where the podcast is hosted, you know, and then more people are going to hear about your episode. So it's really, it's so important to promote the episode when you're on it. And that can also start before you can do a quick um, social media post, you know, like I'm really looking forward to speaking to Doreen on strategy talks and um, just let people know. So if that's a live show, you're helping bring along the audience at the time and afterwards you know make sure that you you are sharing it you're sharing it when it goes live and you can keep sharing it this doesn't have to be you know a one-off thing that's a great a great um benefit of podcast interviews is this content that they give you as well that you can keep resharing you can pull out different bits you can take clips you can take quotes you can make audiograms it doesn't have to just be I was on this podcast you can do it in such so many different ways um, and then you're just continuing to boost the show but also it's great for your authority it's great for providing content to your audience so that's a great point that you bring up so the repurposing of the podcast whose responsibility is that is that <laughs> something that the yeah. host should do and give the clips to the guest or if the host doesn't provide that, is the guest, can the guest say, can I have the file and the guest takes care of it? Which one or can it go both ways? So I think it's ideal if the, if the host does this because, again, as a host, so coming from a host point of view at the moment, um, it's you really want the guest to share the show and like amplify you know, the episode to their audience. So by, if you provide them with assets, if you make it easy for them, then it's, it's gonna be, it's more likely to happen. But again, you know, and we work with hosts, some do, some don't. And we always ask if we're booking guests, we always ask the host if, if we can have permission to repurpose it for our clients and then they will do it themselves or get the teams to do it if not. But I think from a host point of view, I would at least try to provide some basic, you know, basic graphics at the, just to make it easy. Okay, so you're talking about graphics, but you could also provide, besides graphic, you provide, yeah. you could provide, what else? You could, um, you could give them the transcript, you can give them the file, you could create a blog post, you could give them example social media posts that they can copy and paste, definitely make sure that they've got your handles for social media and ask them to tag you so that you're aware and then you can comment. As you said, you can make you know the video clips, the audiograms. It's how much time you've got, but I mean, it, and it depends what software you've got, but often it's quite easy to get a transcript and you know do a few graphics. Okay, so what software <laughs> would you recommend for doing some of oh, these things? So we often use Descript, so that okay. gives you the, the transcripts, but Rev, you can get transcripts or, I mean, there's so many, aren't there? Um, yeah. So many things available. So it doesn't need to be costly, depending on what you use, but you can just pop that in a file. We tend to put together a file with the assets and just share it with, share it with the guest. Okay, so 
when we've talked about all kinds of things we should and shouldn't do as a perfect mm-hmm. guest and a perfect host. <laughs> Actually, we've talked about what we should do. Let's talk about what we shouldn't do. Are there some things that are just is going to make the job of a host harder or as a guest that you should really um, avoid doing? Um, so do your best when you make that appointment for your podcast interview to keep it, as we said. I think if you if you chop and change, that's not great. Um, uh, we did say be on time, so I'd really I'd probably add to that, be early. So on time really means early. So if especially if it's alive, if it's one o'clock, don't show up at one o'clock. You need to be ready. Even if you're waiting and then the host comes on afterwards, that's good. You know, it's just... It, you don't you don't want to be rushing because and you also really need to check your equipment is working before because sometimes when you connect things can all go wrong even if you checked it before so having a bit of a buffer so that's good another thing that i think is this probably from the listener point of view particularly but it's very good um, to think through your call to action at the end of the podcast so the host typically asks you where listeners can go to connect and um it's it's just good to bear in mind that when people are listening to podcasts, sometimes they're driving or they can be out jogging and they might not have a pen to paper to hand. So you don't want to give too many options. That's something we always say to our clients, you know, make it easy for people to remember or, or to find you. So, you know, ideally one place. That's a really good tip. So make sure that you put everything in one tip. And I'm going to ask you that at the end, you're going to give us a place to go. Um, but I had a couple more questions, but if you're listening, if you're watching, uh, Victoria is kind of doing that show and tell, she's going to give us one place to go to meet her where she has information for you. If you want to know more about, um, her and her business. Um, so we're, we're going to provide that at the end, that, that link, and it's going to be very, very simple and easy to do. So as a podcast guest, um, Mm -hmm. you show up on time, you do all the things, um, is there ever a time that you would say it's okay to say to the podcast host, look, this is not what I expected. Is there ever a time where either a guest or a host should or can stop a recording? Um, have you, has that ever happened to you? Is there ever a time? I mean, I've been in podcasts before where I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Um, okay. Um, I think, yeah, if you're uncomfortable, um, I came across, um, an interview once. So somebody, so it was a client who had their own podcast and they told me that they'd interviewed somebody and they didn't feel it was a health podcast and they didn't feel that the information shared when they looked at it was accurate, the findings. And what they did in, in that instance was they continued with the interview, but afterwards double checked the facts and said, I'm really sorry, but we can't use this. Um, so it depends if you sometimes hosts will get you to fill in a waiver, you know, giving rights. But if not, I mean, you get to the end and maybe you're really unhappy. But yeah, you're within your rights, I think, to say that you would rather not go ahead. Um, I think as a host, you want to be friendly, you want to put your guest at ease, you want to build that rapport, don't you? you want to talk about the things that they're comfortable talking about? It shouldn't feel like an attack or or in it, you know, or in any way uncomfortable. But I know sometimes we go into these situations maybe when it's someone we're not familiar with and, and that can happen. Um, so I think, yeah, you have to do what you feel comfortable with. 
Right. And so let, let's talk about that as a, as a closing. Um, mm -hmm. I have been doing this for almost two years. How long have you been podcasting, Victoria? Uh, oh, almost two years. Yeah. Two years in November. Yeah, same, same for me. So, yeah. so as a host, mm -hmm. um, I have accepted two or three pitches from people that I didn't know to get guests on my show. Mm -hmm. Other than that, these have been people I've met or I've been introduced to. And of the three people that came on my show that I didn't know, two of them canceled. And didn't one of them didn't show up and one canceled. So I'm a little mm -hmm. weary of people I don't know. And that's kind of where my next question was gonna go. Um, when somebody gets recommended or gets pitched, um, mm -hmm. how, how much, have you found that when you don't know somebody there's more prep work or how can you vet somebody to be a good guest i guess is really what i'm asking so again it's coming from both sides when we when we're pitching our clients as guests we say to them you know the first thing that a host's going to do when they get a pitch from us is look you up so you want to make sure that your you know your presence is is good it's giving the impression that you want it to that you're happy um because i think i was talking to another host and she'd had a pitch and she said that it said that the lady had done all these speaking events and she said when she actually started googling her you know and having a look she couldn't find them and because she didn't know her she was like i don't know but i didn't kind of trust her with my with my audience so that was a no so coming from that other point of view i suppose so if you get a pitch check them out um, see if you can find any other recordings that they've done and what did it sound like and you know does, is it kind of an energy match are you interested in their topics it's always difficult I think to know when we're working with clients and we're booking them um, we're always reminding them on the day you know you've got this interview today you've got this it's in your calendar it's coming up and we we liaise so I think maybe there's that reassurance with with some agencies that don't know how it all work but just try to get a feel for them do some research into who they are i think and if they right so what i'm hearing you say is is if there's a pr pitch if there's an agency behind it who does the liaising and who then helps their client show up on time and do, <laughs> does all that stuff then it can totally work um, I guess this was maybe more of a private VA pitch that I got given and then there was no follow up and, and my guest didn't show up. So I was a little wary after that. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure I want to want to do that anymore. So let's go to the Victoria when people want to, okay. you know, connect with you and they want to learn more about you and your agency and somebody might be like, I need Victoria in my back pocket. I want to get better guests. I want to be a guest on other people's podcasts. I need to hire somebody to do this right for me because listening to Victoria, I know I'm not doing it right. How can they get in touch with you? Where should they meet you? Okay. Oh, well, we've got a page for your listeners. Um, so it's www.victoriabanion.com forward slash strategy dash talks. And on this page, there's all the ways that we can connect. And there's also some free gifts. So there's a free Canva one sheet template. And this is something that you can use to put your biography on, headshots and suggested topics and questions. So you can just fill it in. And also a checklist you can go through for how to be an excellent guest. 
That is wonderful. I'll make sure to put that um, in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, you can click on the show, show notes and um, that link will be in there. And if you're live with us, I'll go back to all the places where we're live and I'll put that link. So if you've listened to this, um, I will go ahead and share that link with you. So you can click on it and find all these wonderful tips and the template uh, is wonderful. Victoria, you have been a fantastic guest. I love that you didn't just... <laughs> tell us what to do, but you're showing us how to be a great guest. I appreciate you so much. Um, I loved meeting you earlier this year um, in California. And um, that's really how I get a lot of my guests by being out and about at conferences and meeting interesting people and saying, hey, you know, let's stay in contact and let's um, be on each other's podcast. If both of us have a podcast, I love that. And having that personal connection with people, I think makes you um, a good guest as well. You know, having an interest in what the host is doing, what their business is like, and being able to, to, to chat as a, a business owner to business owner, or, you know, if you're both in the same area of employment or whatever the connection is there, I think having a connection makes yeah. you be a better guest. So um, any, any, anything that we didn't touch on Victoria that you want to give our guests as they go on this journey of being podcast guests, something that I might've missed or didn't ask about. I suppose only one thing we didn't talk about was nerves. Um, so for anyone who wants to be a guest, but maybe they're thinking, oh, that's maybe a bit scary or I'm not sure. Um, I would say just remember that as you saying, really, it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. So if you focus on the conversation that you're having with the host and forget who might be listening, that can really put you at ease. And the more you do, the easier it gets. Once you've done four or five, your nerves start to sort of disappear that could be really helpful in fact I had an email from a client this morning was checking in with her about an interview later and she said I'm actually really looking forward to it she said I can't believe I'm saying this a few weeks ago months ago I would have been really scared but now I'm looking forward to it so that's what I would say just get started that is wonderful <laughs> advice it's a great way to end strategy talks thank you so much for being here Victoria Thank you so much to those of you who were here live with us and those of you who listen to this as a podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. See you later. Bye, everybody.